You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The Democratic Alliance leader John Stiernason will today conduct an aerial oversight inspection of the Durban port in KwaZulu-Natal to assess the logistics crisis. The visit comes after Transnet experienced a backlog of over 70,000 containers that needed to be offloaded. At Richards Bay, the port terminal suspended the receiving of goods due to truck congestion. For more on this, we're joined on the line by Christopher Papas, the mayor from Gany Municipality and the DA KZN Premier candidate. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me. What is the latest situation there in KZN, uh, Mr. Papas, in terms of the backlog at the Durban port and at the Richards Bay port terminals? So in both um, cases, there's a huge backlog of both goods going in and out. Uh, in Richards Bay, the coal trucks are piled up on the N2, with the city of Mflatuze now taking uh, Transnet to court over the closure of the port because of the impact that it has on the city infrastructure as well as the expenditure on overtime. But I think more, more scarily or more importantly is what is happening in the port of Durban, which is the largest port in our country, and that which receives the largest amounts of goods through containers. Uh, as you correctly pointed out in your introduction, there's around 71,000 containers that are stuck at sea. Now, if you look at that in rand value, it's around 7 billion rand a day that's being held up in, in trade. Uh, and that has a huge effect on our economy, both in terms of exports, with people trying to get their goods out, especially around the festive season, and equally so in terms of getting those same goods that we require for the festive season or the retail market, at least, um, here into, into South Africa. What seem to be the major problem, and does load shedding play any part in the challenges affecting the ports? I'm sure load shedding does, but we have, we've had load shedding for many, many years now, and like many businesses in the private sector, Um, people have made a plan and, and business continues as best as possible. But I think the biggest issue around uh, Transnet in general is firstly the people who are running it, starting with the minister and the board members. Largely people have been there for a long time and have continued to make mistakes and led to decline. But then generally is the inefficiency of governments to run state-owned entities. We've seen it with ESCOM, we've seen it with NOW, we've seen it with many other state-owned entities that have collapsed. Um, where government is simply not capable of running these institutions in a way that is competitive and efficient. The DA leader, John Stiernason, and the DA Shadow Minister for Public Enterprises, uh, Dr. Mimi Gondwe, MP, will today conduct an over, uh, aerial oversight of the Durban Harbour. Uh, what are you hoping to ascertain or achieve with this visit, and what do you think has contributed to that ongoing crisis, like you've just indicated now at the port? So firstly is to actually understand the full scale of this. When you stand on, on the, the shores of Durban or overlooking the harbour, you can see a, a huge number of ships out there. Uh, but the first is to get a proper perspective of, of what this looks like uh, out at sea. But what's contributing is to a number of things. As, as I've said, firstly is, is Transnet and its inability to function. President Ramaphosa's inability to hold his ministers accountable. We've seen Praveen Gordhan go from uh, ESCOM to Transnet and nothing really changes. But then also there's huge problems with the back of port uh, issues in Durban. So the failure to upgrade infrastructure, the, the failure of the railway lines that work in and out, and this is all contributed to the, the congestion that we also experience there. 
but also when you look at the operations themselves within the port of Durban, many of the cranes and the handling facilities are, are not working. And this is just symptomatic of the slow decline of this particular of this particular harbour. So what needs to happen now and what needs to be done immediately to turn the fortunes of Transnet around? I think it, this, this really does require a long-term fix. Um, but the short-term interventions are firstly, we need to get more private sector involvement into this particular issue. We've seen where the private sector does come on board. They are much more efficient and much more effective in getting things done. The second is, uh, is investment into the back of ports infrastructure. Uh, and by that, I mean both rail and, and road uh, to, to get goods flowing in and out easy uh, and to stop them, uh, stop trucks traveling through suburban areas, destroying infrastructure uh, and doing as they please. And then next is then to hold people accountable. We, we cannot fix the, the problem with the same people who've created it. So we need to start firing those who are unable to deliver and put new people who are skilled and qualified at doing uh, what they can. But I know Steenhazen will outline broader plans later this afternoon uh, for how to, to get things right. Now, the ANC president, Silaron Poza, has been campaigning in your province, in the Josini and Mzumkulu municipalities. And during his recent speech in the province, he indicated that opposition parties who think they can topple the ANC in the province are dreaming. What do you make of the president's firm confidence ahead of next year's elections? And what do you think are your chances of winning as the Democratic Alliance provincially as well as nationally? I think President Trump, of course,'s presidency has been characterised by himself surrounding uh, himself with getting poor advice uh, and poor inputs, and I think this is just another indication of that. Many, many polls, not just one, uh, including the ANC's own internal polling, show them uh, below 50% in this province, uh, and coalitions, uh, you know, getting to 50% or just below 50%. So I think this is indicative of the, the, the president and the ANC's electioneering without really being in touch with the reality on, on the ground. Um, we saw the president launching a, a cruise terminal in Durban uh, without really addressing the issue of, of the port. We saw him uh, cutting a ribbon on a tap yesterday, you know, sort of 30 years to open one tap. We saw him go to, to uh, Richards Bay, where he actually didn't even engage with city leadership because he's scared of, of the political consequences there. So Ramaphosa speaks a big game, but we, we're used to this. Um, our objective now in KZN as a Democratic Alliance is to get the biggest share of the vote possible to form a coalition of hope for 2024. You are hoping to be the first DA Premier of KwaZulu-Natal after the elections next year. Uh, what would be your key priorities should you be voted into power? I think we all know, know the, the large macro issues around health care and education. Uh, but there are some fundamentals that we need to get right where the province can play a huge role. And the first is the dysfunctionality of municipalities, and in particular, Itequini, uh, the largest economic hub of our province. So the first would be to, to place that under administration, to march into the mayor's office uh, and tell him that the city is under new management. But more than that is to try and get our small towns and secondary cities working across the province. And this is largely due to the need to start growing our economy and getting people employed. Unemployment levels are too high for our province to, to sustain itself in any meaningful way. And if we don't put a focus on growing the economy, especially with those low-hanging fruit-type areas, agriculture, tourism, logistics, uh, manufacturing, uh, then we, we are really not building a province for the future. So those are some of the issues um, that, that will be first on our agenda to tackle. And then obviously we, don't, we can't do any of this without really tackling uh, corruption and unemployment uh, corruption and nepotism, catered deployment within the civil service itself. 
Mr. Pappas, I thank you so much for your time. Christopher Pappas, he's the mayor of Umgeni Municipality and the DA KZN Premier candidate. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.